Welcome to the Her Soulful Success Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Ricciotti, but you, my friend, can call me Dee because I know that we're about to become business besties. I'm a certified NLP business coach teaching women both strategy and mindset for a successful first year in business while juggling motherhood, marriage, and everything in between. Consider this space your weekly dose of mindset, spirituality, energy boost, and self-development because I know these are all ingredients that make for a soulfully successful you. girlfriend and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am your hostie and I am so, so glad that you are here. I'm so excited to be recording this podcast episode for you today. It is another solo episode. It is just me and my croaky voice. So I do have a bit of a cold, so I may sound a little bit gross. So bear with me, but I really hope that you get a lot out of today's podcast and I am going to be sharing, um, with you a little bit kind of behind the scenes of my own inner work and something that I've been working on in my own kind of coaching sessions for myself as well. Yes, I, you know, I do this, I do the work guys. And I want to say that just because I am a coach or a life coach or a mindset coach or a business coach, whatever coach you want to label me as, I do want to say that like I used to really think that that would mean that I always had to say something profound in every coaching session. I would hold myself to ridiculous standards that I I believed that embodying what I taught meant that I had to be this perfect human who felt no anger, no jealousy, (laughs) was always awakened and conscious to her behaviors. And I just want to say that that is definitely not the case. And to some women listening in, that might come as a surprise. Maybe you might even want to unfollow me and stop listening to this podcast because we like to kind of imagine the people that we look up to, listen to, um, watch content from as essentially our gurus in some area of our life that, you know, we're striving to get better at. But the truth is, we're all human beings and we're all just doing the best we can with the tools that we have. And I might through my studies and through doing this work and becoming a coach, perhaps might have more tools than you, but I'm still a human being. And one thing that I have been working on behind the scenes within myself, something that I've noticed that I have not been doing very well in my personal life has been setting boundaries. And so Uh, Many of you know that I am currently still in a certification coming up to a year now, I think, or maybe over a year since I've been doing a certification to become an expert women's coach. And within the certification, we have got a buddy system, which is really fun. So we get paired up with the girls and every single week she coaches me and I coach her and we give each other feedback. We get to practice some of the new modalities and the processes that we're learning so that my clients aren't having me practice these modalities and processes on them. 
um we get super vulnerable but i actually love this love these last few weeks during this buddy system because i'm bringing in real issues and real problems that i'm having in my personal life and although i'm not going to disclose what they are on this podcast just to keep my kind of family's privacy intact and to protect them but um yeah, I've been bringing in some issues that I've been having with setting boundaries. I've noticed that with certain people in my life, I get super triggered in the body. I get really resentful. I get really angry. And then I almost kind of shut down um, when I feel like my boundaries are violated. And I realize it is because I'm not actually communicating them very well or at all at times and bottling up my emotions and I've done a lot of work it's been about five coaching sessions shout out to Kirsty, <laughs> my buddy from the certification and she has helped me so much kind of unpack why I'm feeling so triggered and why this is happening kind of like in my body when I'm trying to communicate how I'm feeling to some of my family members so I thought that it would be great now that I'm kind of on the other side, you might say, of those coaching sessions and I'm starting to see the light. I'm feeling really super confident. I feel really healed around what I needed to heal in order to be able to set my boundaries with these people in my life, with this fam- with these family members. I feel like I wanted to jump on and create a bit of a podcast episode around um how to set boundaries, why we set boundaries, and then talk a little bit more about the healing aspect and kind of like the pre-work that needs to be done in order for you to be able to actually set them successfully. Because one thing is knowing how to set a boundary, okay? Just like in business, we might be given a strategy. I talk about this all the time. We can be given instructions on how to perform something, but your ability to be able to actually perform it is a whole different thing. Like you need to be able to feel safe feel confident and feel like you actually can follow the instructions. So I'll start with the instructions first on how to set a boundary, why you would set a boundary. And then I will talk you through what you kind of need to do to be able to work through those steps. So the first thing that is super important is your tone of voice and your intention when setting a boundary. So you have to be able to be firm in your boundary and assertive in your boundary, but you have to also be able to avoid being rude or aggressive or angry or having a significant like negative emotional charge behind your words. Because the point and the purpose of you setting the boundary cannot be another form of attack hiding behind something conscious that you're trying to attempt to do. So we don't want you we don't want to use boundaries as a form of emotional abuse or manipulating someone or actually speaking down to someone or hurting someone's feelings but in a kind of dressed up way. And I see this all the time and I've seen this behavior in myself where I'm like, well I'm just stating a boundary. But really what's happening is I'm triggered, I feel angry, and I am saying nice, (laughs) saying nice things with really aggressive and angry intentions. So we want to be able to set our boundaries firmly. So we don't need to be, you know, putting cherries or, you know, dressing our, what was the, what am I trying to say? 
cherries on the top. You, you know what I'm trying to say. We're not trying to dress up what we're trying to say. We're not trying to, you know, sugarcoat it. That is the word. <laughs> That's the phrase that I was looking for. I'm not trying to sugarcoat what we're saying. We still want to be firm. But the energy behind what we're saying needs to come from a really loving place. Two things I'd say. A respectful place, a respect for the other person, and with love. So with love in your heart for yourself and the other person. Now, if you can't do that, it's best to first step away and do the pre-work that I'll tell you about a little bit later. Um, Because if you're attempting to set boundaries from a triggered place, all you're going to do is end up in a huge argument because when your boundary is not received well and you have not communicated it in a way that will give that person the best chance to receive it well, You will also be be triggered by the response and often this just leads to an argument and you walk away. Often people walk away on their high horse. Well, try to set a boundary and it didn't work. They're just not respecting it. Okay. And sometimes we just have to take responsibility. And this is something that I've had to do looking at myself and my emotions and my feelings um, towards what it is that I wanted to communicate and just take a little bit of responsibility for the part that you're playing in fueling the fire in the relationship. When we're, when we're stating our boundary, it has to be done in the form of a request. So a respectful, loving request. It's not a question. So this is more tied into how to make sure that you're still firm in your boundaries. So for example, if it has to do with someone butting in when you're parenting your child, you're not saying, hey, can you please stop that? Or, you know, when I'm trying to parent my child, can you please... Um, perhaps not step in because what that does is, is create space for pushback. It's, you're not stating something, you're not stating your needs and your boundary. You're just asking. And essentially when you're asking in the, communicating it in the form of a question, the person has the option to say no, and you've given them that option. So you can't even be upset about it. The person can reply, well, no, actually, I just don't like the way that you're doing that. You've allowed them to um, to say no. So how you might want to reframe that is, hey, so-and-so, when I'm parenting my child, I need you to allow me the space to do that. Thank you. Okay. I mean, the thank you was a bit sassy at the end, but allow me the space to do that. Um, if it's relating to say like work or business or someone contacting you outside of business hours or, you know, maybe... Um, you know, sometimes these things are not intentional, whether it's DMs sent to you asking you for a little bit of help or a little bit of guidance or in, you know, messages late at night from someone that's wanting to wanting your help um, if you're in business or maybe perhaps email sent from your work if you're if you're working. It's not a, mm, hey, can you please, you know, not contact me after five o'clock? It's I won't be available after 5 p.m., but I will get back to you within business hours. I want to note there that there's no apology as well. We're not apologizing for our boundaries. We're not saying, hey, I'm so sorry. I won't be available after 5 p.m. Because this isn't something that you need to feel guilty about. And we'll talk about, you know, the emotions and making sure we're releasing any guilt around setting our boundaries in a moment. But we're not wanting to apologize for what, for our request. Again, that that creates the space for that person to assume that there is something that you're doing something wrong, that perhaps you're doing something that you should be guilty about, or you're requesting something um, that you should feel bad about leaving them room for pushback. So 
making sure we're not apologizing and making sure it's in the form of a request statement rather than a question. Um, If someone speaks to you in a tone that you don't like, when you speak to me in that tone, I will need to step away and take a minute and I need you to give me the space to do that. Perhaps in your relationship, you know, you might get into an argument with your partner and when you feel triggered, you buy a tone or something that they say you need to walk away and they walk after you and they want to continue the argument and they ask you to open the door. Okay, like again, that person, your partner, doesn't make them a bad person for doing that. They might not actually realize that they're overstepping a boundary. And it's very hard. This is where you, <laughs> the skill is so hard to master. You know, the steps sound so easy, but in the moment when emotions are heightened, it is very hard to say this and communicate this in a, in a calm tone and manner. When usually we're triggered and we say things like F off or get out of here or go away or continue to argue back. But this is where we have to remember that the reason why we set boundaries. So when I struggle to set boundaries from a place of love or connect love and understanding how they can be uh, an act of love for someone else. I remember and I remind myself that when we don't communicate our boundaries, what happens is we feel extreme resentment towards the person that is overstepping our boundaries and it's not their fault. So we're actually hurting them more than we're helping them because a lot of the time, we hold back what we really want to say. You know, not all things are black and white. Some people literally don't know that they're overstepping your boundary and you're not communicating them. But what you do is you turn around and you speak to your best friend about it and you bitch about that person in your life. They have no idea that you feel this way towards them. No idea whatsoever. <laughs> and this happens all the time and we bottle it up and then we take it out on. So let's just say, I like to use examples. Let's just say you're at work and you have a colleague that continuously oversteps your boundaries, doesn't respect your boundaries at all. And the boundaries might be that they pop on over and ask you questions 20,000 times a day uh, when you might be in flow or concentrating on your work. You know, this could be a business too. Maybe you have a team um, and your team is just contacting you at all hours, messaging you on Slack, in your emails, asking you a bunch of different questions. Now, you've never set a time for that person to be able to approach and communicate with you. So you feel frustrated and rightly so. You're constantly getting distracted. You're unable to focus. You're not getting the work you need to do done whilst they are because you are accessible, accessible to them at all hours of the day but you're not communicating this. So you're building resentment towards that person. Now, every time that person approaches you, your vibration, your energy, and your emotions towards that person are unconsciously received by that human being. So what we transmit energetically might not be comprehended by the logical mind, but it is felt. So you are essentially spreading a negative vibe. And you are also feeling and thinking negative thoughts towards that person without them understanding or realizing why. Then you 
go home and you on the way home you talk to your bestie about it you know you ring her up and you're bitching about it on bluetooth you know it's coming up to me 24 hours a day i'm always available no like my boundaries aren't being respected yada 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 yada. more negative vibes right now you're dumping more of that negative energy probably trauma bonding or bonding over gossip and drama with your best friend creating more resentment towards that person and then you come home and maybe your partner does something to slightly annoy you and you just explode like your frustrations and now <laughs> that you've just imploded right stress levels are high you've just maybe they didn't i don't know put their clothes in the wash basket and that was enough to tip you over the edge after the day that you've had now your partner your romantic partner is receiving the wrath of and they're like the byproduct of you not communicating that boundary. There is so much resentment. There is so much negativity. And there is a whole mood going on here from just the simple thing of not being able to communicate the hours that you might be available to your colleague colleague or your team member in your business. So you're not just setting the boundary for you. You're setting the boundary for the other person that needs your boundary to be set whether they know it or like it is a whole different story. So it's really important to remember that it's not selfish. And when you struggle to reconnect or connect, how is me setting a boundary loving? Is this me being a bitch? Is this me being too firm? Just remember what happens and the ripple effect that that has on your mood, the your vibration, your energy, and how you feel towards a person. I'm sure that you wouldn't want to have someone hate on you, talk about you, think negative thoughts about you behind your back just because you weren't given the communication that you're overstepping a boundary or making them feel uncomfortable, annoyed, sad, or, or whatever the emotion is. So then the next aspect of it is, is of course, not everybody is going to understand that the boundary is set with the intention of love and respect. And there's beauty in actually being able to communicate that as well if you feel like this is someone that needs that explained to them. So for example, let's just take the same situation where it's a team member or a colleague in your business or work that is continuously like, you know, contacting you at all hours of the day um, and not allowing you to stay focused. Perhaps you might say, hey, so-and-so, I appreciate that you have so many questions and you're just trying to do your job. I have created this window um, of time in the day where you are able to ask me any and all of your questions. And this is just so that all of the other hours I can concentrate um, on my work and what I have to get done. Now, if the other person, if you perceive that that other person is going to get upset um, or triggered by what you're saying, make it mean something negative or, you know, feel like this is an attack on them in some way, you can further explain if you feel like, or even preempt that this will allow me to do my job and not go home feeling really stressed out about my day. You can explain to them without directly saying that otherwise I'm going to get home and be really annoyed with you, that the intention is so that you continue to have um, a great relationship together and that there's no resentment between the both of you. Now, 
if this is someone that you love, for example, in a relationship, let's talk about, you know, that scenario I created before where in an argument, your partner chases after you when you are someone that needs to kind of walk away and, and take a beat, take a moment when uh, you feel triggered. You can say like, you know, when you speak to me in that tone, I will need to step away and take a minute and I need you to give me that space. And you can explain, I'm setting this boundary with you because I want to feel supported, loved and safe in this relationship. And when you follow me into a room when we're having an argument, I don't feel safe and I don't want to feel that way with you. I want us to always feel feel safe. And I also require that moment to be able to process what I'm feeling so I'm not attacking you back and coming from a triggered place when communicating so I can really process what it is that you're saying to me. So this is another little add-on that you can make to your boundary to soften the potential blow or the impact of what you're saying for the other person if you so choose to and wish to. Now, you don't have to do this and you know, depending on the relationship you have with that person and what kind of relationship you want to have with that person. You know, in some cases you're stating a boundary and this is not necessarily someone that you need or want in your life. And that is absolutely also okay. The boundary might be something really firm and they might not be, um, you know, there might not be a relationship that you are requiring to nurture after setting the boundary. Now, in this case, what you need to be able to do is once you have set the boundary, you really need to learn how to let go of how that person will take it. And you cannot take responsibility for how that boundary is going to make that person feel. Now, if somebody truly respects and loves you, if it's someone that you should have in your life and someone that is your support and someone that is there with unconditional love in your life for you. And I believe all relationships in your life should be based on unconditional love support and only what is best for you and that other person. Even if that person is triggered in the moment, even if they don't like the boundary that you've set, they will come around. You know, you just got to give people the space and the time. Not everyone is, you know, doing the self-development work, is practicing consciousness. They might not even understand that they've been triggered. They might just be upset, but they will come around. The right people that you want in your life that want to love and respect you will come around in the right time. The people that do not, unfortunately, you the part that you have to play in this communication piece is essentially that you have to become someone that is okay with someone not liking what you have to say, potentially not wanting you in their life, potentially reacting in a way that is aggressive or angry and knowing how to cope and deal with that within your own nervous system, being able to walk away from that conversation and still be okay with setting your boundary, not, you know, not feeling guilty or taking it back or having to apologize. And that really is kind of like the hard work. (laughs) It's not the setting the boundary itself. It's actually honoring the boundary after that you've set it. Now we want to allow for human error and remember that people are going to forget your boundary. You know, if you've been in a relationship with someone or had them in your lives for a really long time, and you've never had this boundary before, you have to get really good at honoring your own boundary and reminding that person of the boundary, but not getting upset if they forget or slip up or mess up, okay? We don't wanna hold 
human beings in our lives to ridiculous standards. So if you've asked your partner not to do that, not to chase you into a room during an argument, don't just break up with them the next day because they did it again. <laughs> okay. We don't want to be doing that. Um, we just want to remind them again that, hey, remember that boundary that I set where I really need you to give me that space. I need you to do that for me now. Okay. If it's a continuous thing, okay, different thing. I'm not talking about that. But if someone is used to a certain behavior and in a way of interacting with you, just allow them, allow them the, allow them the space to mess up and to muck up and you know, show some forgiveness and compassion that it is a change that they need to make within themselves. But you need to be able to um, remind them of that boundary and feel safe in doing so and not feel guilty, guilty or feel bad in doing so. Really reinforcing and reminding those people is your responsibility in your life. The other thing that I would consider is if you are wanting people to honor and respect your boundaries, just checking in to ensure that you are respecting the boundaries of others. And it's always really easy to dish boundaries out, but it's always hard to look within yourself. And I think, again, as human beings, as women, we're extremely hard on ourselves. You know, the the pressure that we put on ourselves to be perfect humans to be perfect business owners, mothers, friends, all of the things. It's ridiculous. And if we could just take that pressure off, we don't have to feel so bad in realizing that we there's there are always areas in our life that we could do better at. And there is always going to be areas in your life where you are 100% not honoring someone else's boundaries and not realizing it. You're not doing it on purpose. It's not coming from bad intention, but it will just be the case because we're human beings, okay? But getting better at noticing where you might be doing that, brushing up your honoring other people's boundary skills will really help you feel much better in setting and honoring your own. Okay. And just again, like universal law, what you're putting out there, you're going to get back. Okay, now for the work that needs to kind of be done before you can even set a boundary. And this is what I have really learned to be true of the last five weeks working on being able to set boundaries of my own in my family is to be actually to be able to actually feel safe to speak your needs, feel safe in asking for what you want and noticing where you are triggered in the body, where you have a fight or flight response, in what circumstances you feel that way with what types of people when you're trying to communicate it. So it might be that your inability to set boundaries are with women only. Okay. And what you might find is that if you really dig deep and do some inner healing and some inner work, maybe some timeline regression and you might realize that that actually stems from high school when any time that you spoke up in your friendship circle with your girlfriends you were made fun of or put down or maybe canceled out of the group maybe rejected completely and so maybe now that that fear especially if you feel super triggered setting a boundary with someone in your life that feeling that fight or flight response in your body stems from a trauma it's a trauma response in your body it doesn't have to be big trauma it might be an event that occurred for many girls um you know a lot of it stems from yes childhood but also your high school years 
It's really about understanding where that stems from and going back to that time in your life and really healing it. The way that I do that with my clients is we do a combination of energy clearing. Um, There's some NLP modalities, inner child healing, really going back and allowing you to transmute and alchemize those that fear response in the body or that feeling of not being seen or heard or respected. It's really, really important to get to the root cause of where you struggle to set boundaries. If you are someone that does how, you know, that you need to do healing rather than just practice is how your body feels when you go to set a boundary. So if you're someone that just gets a little bit nervous to set a boundary, you're probably okay. You just need to kind of like master the skill, practice that, flex that muscle, that communication muscle, right? But if you're someone that quite literally, when they go to set a boundary with that person or even even like just the thought of it, right? If there's someone that you want to set a boundary with, but just the thought of it makes your whole body contract, Maybe you get really nervous, anxious, you feel sick. There are physiological responses in the body that is related to trauma. That is residual energy stored in your body from an event that you did not process, probably in your childhood or throughout your teenage years. And I would highly recommend that this is when you do some of that healing, your inner work with a coach that works in that space, a.k.a. moi. (laughs) (laughs) If you're interested in doing something like that with me, uh, I've been practicing timeline therapy, timeline regression for several years now. I've worked with literally hundreds of clients um, to release trauma, to heal energy, to bring safety into the body and expand the nervous system in different scenarios. Um, But that is key. So understand your trigger, understand whether it is just that you feel a little bit nervous or whether this might be related to an event or an incident in your life and your body is just responding to that event because it perceives a threat in your current situation when you're setting a boundary understand that and do that work before you go and and do it because again if you are feeling threatened everyone has a different response to that. You might end up stating your boundary in a really aggressive way. You might state it in with a shaky tone and then end up apologizing or not being able to honor the boundary. We want to set boundaries with a place from a place of love, respect, firmness. Okay. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, if you have any comments on this type of podcast about kind of like, I mean, it's relating to business, but it's really relating to your life as well and your personal life. If you really enjoyed it, let me know, leave a review. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you are updated with the weekly episodes. Also, if you haven't yet, girls, go ahead and follow my Her Soulful Success podcast page, my Instagram page, because there you also get updates on all the guests. You get snippets like little um, teasers of every episode. So that's a fun kind of page to follow as well. But let me know what you think. I obviously would love to hear from you in the DMs if you have had issues if you are having issues setting boundaries in your life right now i want to hear from you girlfriend i feel you um but it's definitely something that you can work through i've done it it's not easy but it's it's absolutely doable okay i'm going to shut up now you have a lovely rest of the day and i will catch you in the next episode
Brad, before you go, I need to say thank you so much for tuning in today. I know that if you listen to my podcast, that you are my human. And I love to connect with my soul sisters, business besties, align business babes on social. So send me a DM with any mindset, business or wellness questions because my inbox is so open to you. I also read each of your reviews personally and love to personally thank you. So please screenshot them and DM me or email them to hello at hersoulfulsuccess.com. I will personally thank you and send you a copy of my 30 days of journal prompts. Also, if you haven't already, follow my podcast Insta. The link is in my bio so you can stay up to date with all the potty goffs and tag your girlfriends because you know that friends that listen to podcasts together stay together. Or is that not a thing? I don't know. But every time you share this podcast with someone, you are really helping me help more women live a soulfully successful life. And I appreciate you for that. Love, love, love you. And I'll catch you in the next episode.